0: Christ mass Christ mass or celebrating the birth of Jesus in masses or at least that was that was the original intent for celebrating the birth of Christ however man has commercialized it and made it somewhat about himself there's nothing wrong with purchasing gifts for others as long as we are balanced in doing that but the reason for the season is Jesus Jesus is the reason period. Jesus is the reason, period. Whether it's December, March, April, November, May, June, Jesus is the reason. So, a couple of things real quickly uh, I want to share with you. Write this down. Why we celebrate the birth of Christ. Say that out loud with me all over this place. Why we celebrate. Okay, now let me hear you say it from the front to the back. Amen. Why we celebrate the birth of of Christ. Now there are two primary reasons why we celebrate the birth of Christ and I want you to write this down. We're going to walk through the scriptures. Write this down. Number one, we celebrate the birth of Christ. Number one, because he is Savior. What's number one? Come on, say it out loud. What's number one? And number two, because he is Lord. What's number two? So we celebrate Jesus because he is both Savior and Lord. He is what? both Savior and Lord. Now, Genesis record, um, and if I can get Isaiah 9, verse 6, New King James Version, uh, you guys may be seated. In the book of Genesis 1, we see uh, the genesis of creation. The Bible declares that in the beginning, God created. Who created? Who created? God. And we we go down this list of, of him creating literally everything. Then, uh. It gets to the place where he, after he created everything and he seen that was good, he said, let us make man. Then we see man being created. Man was created to commune, to fellowship with God. God created man for him and him for man, whereby there would be constant fellowship. Well, Adam and Eve abdicated that promise. They were told not to eat from the tree of life or the tree of knowledge, good and evil for in that day uh, you do that you will surely die. Well, we know he didn't die immediately physically, but because of them abdicating or going against what God said, there was a breach in their relationship spiritually. So man became spiritually alienated and separated from God, which brought about a physical death. That's why when Christ come back, we will be with him, or he will come down here forever because we were created to live eternally. Now, because of that breach, uh, and this is seen in Genesis chapter 3, we see the, pr- we, we see the first prophecy of Christ coming when uh, the Lord says, Well, uh, woman, since you did this, of course, you're going to bear children in pain. Uh, then he said to the serpent, um, he was, he's going to bruise your head and you're going to bruise his heel." Well, that's making reference to Christ coming, how he will reign over you. So we see the need for Christ to come into the land or or to come into the earth realm was because man had fallen away from God. So God had to send his son in the flesh whereby man could get back into right relations or right relationship with God. Now, the reason why Mary had to be uh, supernaturally inseminated, if you will, or impregnated supernaturally, Is because since sin had entered the world, there had to be a sinless sacrifice. So Holy Spirit had to impregnate her. So Jesus had to come via that way or else had he been birthed like everyone else, he couldn't, he would not have been an acceptable sacrifice. So the birth had to be supernatural. That was a good point to write down. I don't know about you, but I would have, I wrote that down. Now, so number one, we said we want to see him or establish him as Savior. Now, let me say this. Just about every major religion believes or teaches that Jesus, uh, he was a great prophet, which he was. He was a good teacher, a godly man. He was all of those things. But when it comes to the point of his full deity, that's where the argument or the controversy, excuse me, controversy begins when we start talking about Jesus' full identity. I believe he was a prophet, but not God incarnate. Well, let's see what the Bible says. Then, too, you have to remember this. We wouldn't need God if he was mere man like you and I. He is a supernatural being behind. listen, beyond our finite, limited thinking. So you can't grasp God, the fullness of him in his totality with our limited thinking. Now, you will understand in that day when you meet him face to face, but we can't comprehend God in his fullness with our natural intellect. That's why we walk by and not by sight. We walk by faith, not by sight. Well, I can see the the scripture says we can see uh, the the, the visible attributes of God just by looking. Around so, rather than arguing conjectures, and uh, let's look at the truth. John eight thirty two says this, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall what? And what? You guys still here? Now, Isaiah prophesies about the coming king uh, in Isaiah nine and six. Can we read this out loud? Everybody still here? Ready? Let's read. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulders. And his name will be called, hold on, let's slow down. And his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting who? Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Do you see this? For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder. And his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God. Everlasting who? Everlasting what? Father, Prince of Peace, Matthew chapter 1, uh, and if I can get verses 18 through 23, um, and let's look at this. So now we are establishing him as what? Savior, right? Now we said there's two reasons why we celebrate Jesus, or two primary reasons. Number one, he's Savior, and number two, he is Lord. And let me say this, and besides him, there is no other. (laughs) Are you here? Verse 18, and will y'all read with me? Let's begin at verse 18. Now the birth of Jesus Christ happened this way. While his mother Mary was engaged to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband-to-be, was a righteous man, and because he did not want to disgrace her, he intended to divorce her privately. What do you mean? Well, the Scripture says they were engaged. Why would he have to divorce? Well, in that culture, when someone would announce a marriage, excuse me, an engagement, they would sign a contract, and it was uh, legally binding. And what they were saying is when this uh, engagement is over or within this year's time, we're going to get married. But if uh, you cut out on me, then I, I can legally divorce you. That's why the scripture says, you know, he was a righteous man. He, didn't, he, he, he Joseph could have said, you know what? Now, you're making me look bad. I got to put you away. Everybody knew we, we've done planned this big wedding, and here you're pregnant. Now, what, what Jody then going to think about this? See, to a, because to a corner of my imagine you and your wife, uh, you, you and your uh, wife-to-be, engaged, uh, she's a virgin, and uh, she call you one day and say, listen, I don't know. I just woke up, and I I think I'm pregnant. That would be a hard pill to swallow. And you have to be in a good relationship with the Lord to believe that. Because if Pastor Tracy came to me and said, I don't know how it happened. Will you get me a glass? I don't know how this happened, but I I I woke up, and I'm with child. See, we're going to have a problem. (laughs) Because I know, you you told me, hey, it'll be a long, we got to wait. So who did this? So it was one of those scenarios. All right, now verse 20, when he had, when he had contemplated this, listen to what happened. Because he was thinking about, man, you know, I'm not marrying this woman. See, you have to imagine all of the ridicule he received when they heard about this. When he had contemplated this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him, in a dream it said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife because this child conceived in her is from who? Holy Spirit. She would give birth to a son and you will name him what? Jesus. Because he would do what? Save his people from their sins. So we are establishing him as Savior. So who came to save? Jesus. This all happened so that what was spoken by the Lord through the prophet Who? Well, we just seen through Isaiah, but through the prophet would be what? For fear. Y'all like, who? I just showed you. See, get your mind off them toys. Get your mind off those toys. Verse 23, look, the virgin will conceive and bear a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us, or in the Greek, with us is God. Are you here? They will call him Emmanuel, and I'll elaborate on that in a minute. So, number one, notice she said in verse 21, she will give birth to a son. And you will call him, you will call his name Jesus, or you will name him Jesus. Write this down. Let's look at the etymology of the name of Jesus. It's the Greek word, write this down, eosus, eosus, eosus is I-E-S-O-U-S, eosus, eosus, which is translated into Latin, as Jesus and it is the same as Yeshua which uh, it's also our Joshua but we say Yeshua which means Yahweh saves so when you say Jesus you are saying Yahweh saves and Yahweh is typically rendered as Lord the same in Exodus when the Lord told Moses uh go to Pharaoh and tell him I am that I that was Yahweh Saves tell them, y'all, the only one that could save has sent you. Are you here? And and Yahweh simply means eternal one or self existing. Boy, he's a bad dude. And you want to put your faith in somebody who's still in the grave? Am I yelling? So, so, see, why is it why why he giving me all this, you know, derivative? Where's his name come from? What's why is that important? Because so when people ask you, you know, you you, you have your intellects. Why are you calling him Jesus? That's an old slave name. You know, they'll say a lot of erroneous. uh, And first first you can say, well, we refer to Jesus because we are an English-speaking people. I don't speak Greek fluently, nor do I speak Latin or Hebrew fluently. We are in Western America. We speak English here. And when you transliterate Jesus from Greek to Latin, to we get the English word, Jesus. But I know him as Yahweh, or Yeshua. But since we speak English, we use the word Jesus. But I know what it means. Are you here? I know it's the Greek word, Iosus, which is translated from Greek to Latin to the name Yeshua. Are you here? This is important. Why? Because every time... You call on the name of Jesus. You are saying Yahweh saves. Oh boy, that, that's a good uh, uh, a point too. And and, and I submit to you, you, you can even say the name of Jesus, and there's something that runs through your the the, the your veins. There's something that runs through through, through 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 your body, and you can feel it. And, and and it's not the same as effect when you say Buddha or Muhammad or Confucius, or whatever, but it's something when you say the name of Jesus, it get folk in a tizzy. Why? Because there's something about the name, the person of Jesus. Now, okay, you said, Pastor. Well, we see Isaiah said the name of the counselor, Prince of Peace. Why? Then, okay, see, now that's why I don't like the Bible because it. contradicted. Just now just saying his name should be Emmanuel. Well, this is why we call him Emmanuel. Write this down. And, and nothing in Scripture is superfluous or unnecessary, so everything is here for a reason. And there are multiple titles given uh, to Jesus using the phrase, and he, and he shall be called. We just seen that. Where at? In Isaiah. He shall be called what? Counselor. Wonderful. Mighty God. So then, too, it was a common way of saying that people would refer to him in various ways whenever they said, we, you know, well, his name shall be. That was just a common way. It was a title that would be used to refer to him. Are you here? So when the scripture says they would call him Emmanuel, that simply means this, boy, this is good. You need to write this down. That Jesus is God and that he dwelt among us in his incarnation or in the flesh. And he is always with us. Or you could literally say, we, when, when it means when we call him Emmanuel, we're saying, Jesus is God in the flesh. Who did I say was God in the flesh? Who? We've seen that he will be birthed. He will save the people from their sins. Save, Savior. Are you with me? Now, real quickly, let me show you something, because I have to get the to point too. Acts four twelve, New King James Version. Acts four twelve, let's read this out loud. We're seeing him as Savior, right? Nor, well, this picks up the the, the apostle Paul, and Peter. They were going through various regions, proclaiming the gospel of Jesus. This is why I love the word, man. And people were being healed, miracles were happening. So the Sanhedrin council said, "Bring them in. We want to talk to these guys." By what name? First, they tried to dumb them down, which they were very educated. Luke was a physician. Uh, uh Paul w- was was raised in 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 the the, the best Greek household so th- they were very on the natural side smart but from a spiritual uh standpoint because of everything that the miracles that was happening th- you know the religious leaders considered them these unlearned men bring them to us but the the proof is always in a manifestation lives were being changed so when they brought them before the Sanhedrin council they they <clears throat> Asked him, you know, by what name are you do, doing this? So, and they now you got to remember, th- there were various gods that people worshipped. Then, uh, that's around verse 18, but we see right here, this is why people were getting saved because they were declaring that nor is there salvation in any, what, other name. There is no other name under in the earth given unto men whereby we must be saved. So if you're not believing in Jesus, who are you, what do you believe in? Because there's no other name given under heaven, in the earth, whereby men must be saved. Now, so around verse 18, I think it is, they said, listen, man, they, they reason among themselves. Tanya, they were like, man, if, if, if we put them in jail, then the people are going to look at us crazy because there are, there's evidence that people have been healed. So I tell you, well, here's what we'll do. Now, guys, this is what we want you to do. Go about your way, but don't preach anymore. Listen how they said it, in that name. Y'all missed that. This is what they said. Now, we we don't care if you use anybody else's name. Just don't use that name. And there's something significant about that name. We don't care if you go preach. We don't care if you say whatever, but just don't use that name. Why? Because that name is the only name that has the power to heal, deliver, deliver, and set free. So I don't care if you say Allah, which is uh, 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 Arabic God in Arabic. But but listen, no no no, I don't care if you say uh, Confucius. I don't care if you say but just don't use that name. You can name any other god. <laughs> just don't use his name. Are you here? The world the same way. They'll let you say anything. But you can say God because people, there are many gods think it's devoted is God. You just can't say Jesus. Don't say Jesus. Well, you don't want me then. We, we want you to pray just don't say Jesus. We're the wrong person. Are you here? Don't say that name. And, and just let me say this. And see, and you have to be use wisdom because now people are trying to blend and people get smooth with their word and everything. Let, let me tell you something. Allah is not the God of the Bible. The 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 picture of Allah that the Quran writes of, of, about God and the Holy Bible are two different gods. So when so be careful when you say we all serve the same God. Who what wait what God are you talking about? <laughs> Let's be specific because there are two different views, and we and, and we're not even naming all the other religions who who. Who couldn't receive Jesus as God in the flesh? So we just we just took him all out the equation altogether. Are you here? Don't preach under that name. First Timothy one fifteen. Good News Translation. Are y'all here? Anybody learning anything? See, we celebrate Jesus because, listen, he is Savior and Lord. These aren't my words. This is a what? Saying everyone out loud. This is a, I, 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 just, I dare you just to. You probably, won't, I don't want you to do it now because you might you're going to feel something, but when you get that quiet moment say just Jesus, just, just just say it now. I promise you, you'll start feeling different. You'll do it, try it. Jesus, what you're saying is Yahweh saves, Yahweh delivers, Yahweh preserves, Yahweh prospers, Yahweh gives me victory. That's what you're saying. This is a true... And people tickle me. Let me tell you how people try to trick you. So you you want me to use the Hebrew name in an English-speaking country, but you don't want me to speak no other word in Greek or Hebrew, just just Jesus. So if you want me to use Yahweh, Yeshua, shouldn't I learn the whole... Okay, y'all look at me like... This is a true saying to be completed. uh, I'm sorry, to be completely accepted and what? Believe. Jesus Christ came into the world to do what? Who came into the world? And I am the uh, worst. That was Paul. Paul. Now, if he can save me, I was the cheapest among sinners. If he can deliver me, he can save you. That's what he was saying. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God